five, four, three, two, one. Let's talk about it. I want to thank everyone for for being here this evening. I do have I do have some stuff to share with you, of course, as usual. But before we get into that, let me give thanks to our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the country that we live in. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for blessing all of us to have the privilege of being here, to knowing you, Lord, to having your word, Lord. Lord, please, we pray for all of those that are in Ukraine right now, Lord, that are suffering through this horrible act that we all know could have been prevented. Lord Jesus, we know that truckers are out there right now in the United States of America that's traveling across the country that's trying to bring awareness of what's going on here in America, Lord. Don't let that be in vain either, Lord. I know a lot of people plan for this and a lot of people are doing it and the mainstream media and all of them are just, they're ignoring that and they're only talking about Russia, Lord, and Ukraine. Lord Jesus, we know that your word is true. And if this is the time that the, the, the your word told us about, Lord, where Gog and Magog, and they're going to go after Israel, Lord, gives people insight, Lord, wake them up. Allow them to know the truth, Lord, the name of Jesus. All right, with that said, uh, with that said, I do have a video that I want to play because I want people, you know, because I talk about the, the Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Okay, because the reason why, because people are losing lives. But before we do, I want to make sure that I talk about the convoy here. I'm going to talk about the convoy that's happening here in the United States of America. And to my understanding, the report that I saw is that there's there's over 2,000 there's over 2,000 trucks involved in this convoy now headed to D.C. 2,000 2, trucks headed to D.C. Let me play it for you. And I know many of you have seen this. I know many, many people have seen it, but there's there are a lot of people that haven't seen this because of everything that's going on. And a lot of people still watch the news and they don't know that this is actually still going down. They don't know that there's still Americans that are still trying to fight for their freedom. So they're going through. You see the snow there. They're coming out of California. Yeah, there's times it snows in California. And they're going, they're traveling. So my plan is, is once they get to Arizona, I'm going to start trying to find out exactly where they are so I can meet up with them and and travel a few hours, maybe even a day. We'll see. And I may just go on all the way to D.C. I don't know yet. It just all depends what's going now and what's happening. But I think it's really important that we talk about it so people will know that it's still going on and that it's happening. I love it. I mean, I really do. I love the idea. The only issue, like I said before, and I I have to be honest with you, the only issue is that if NATO gets involved with Russia, I'm not sure how much this will be able to go on like this because the United States of America may become a completely different place. 
It may it's maybe worse than Pearl Harbor. I'm just saying. I I pray that's not the case. But I wanted. I just wanted to play this video because I want people. I don't want someone sending me a message saying, "Well, you don't even talk about the caravan." You see, I put this in the very beginning. I put it very very beginning. Now there's only so much you can talk about the caravan, right? Because they're still traveling. They're still traveling. So. Out of respect, I'm going to talk about the caravan. But I want to talk about what's happening in Russia because what's happening in Russia, or Ukraine rather, Russia, Ukraine. If we see what we see happening right now is going to spill over from Ukraine. If it spills over, it's going to end up in Israel. And this could very well be it. And the reason why I said that I'm kind of, really leaning towards it because Russia has done this in the past. You remember Russia has done this when Obama was in office, when Biden was VP. So Biden was in office and Russia was doing this. Biden's back in office and Russia is doing this. Y'all see a, a pattern there. So now that Russia is doing this again, but Russia is going a lot further than they did before. And Russia has the technology more than they did 10 years ago. And now that Russia is doing this, what do you, how long do you think, or do you think they will stop in Ukraine on a personal note? I think they're going to take over Ukraine. This is just me. I have no idea. This is just me, you know, brainstorming here. I think they're going to take over Ukraine. And then once they have Ukraine, they'll have these airports and they can, and they can mobilize their military for multiple strikes, however they want to do it, whatever next country they want to go to. Why stop at Ukraine? Think about it. Why stop at Ukraine? Right now, the, the, the so-called president of Ukraine, right? The president of Ukraine is asking Biden for help. And, and Biden is just sitting by. Just like, just like Afghanistan. We're going to sit by and watch what happens. Same thing they did in Afghanistan, the exact same thing unfolding, how it unfolded in Afghanistan. The United States of America said Ali Bai got out the way, actually got out the way while the Taliban and ISIS took over. So now same, it's not the same country, very similar. The only difference here is that the president didn't load his vehicle up with money and, and leave the country. Seriously, like the president in Afghanistan, he loaded up his vehicle and he left the country, got out of Dodge. Don't even know where he is. They probably know where he is now, but it doesn't even matter. It's too late. But the president here, he's staying and he's calling out for Biden to get involved, to help. Not just with sanctions. That's going to be probably 30 days later. He wants to help now. He wants them to come in. He wants them to at least create a no fly zone. And if Russia flies into that fly zone, then the plane gets shot down. You can't do that either unless you want to get NATO involved. And I, I put it out there. I think NATO is going to do a, I'm not saying NATO, but I think there's going to be a false flag to get NATO involved. All of this could have been avoided if they would have left president Trump where he was. And or at least at least leave the sanctions in place. But they didn't want to do either one. They didn't they didn't want to do that. 
They purposely removed the sanctions from Russia so then that Russia could start up his oil uh, pumping, his oil process, oil production. And guess what happened? The United States of America, along with Europe, was buying oil from Russia. The United States was. Even today, with everything that's going on, with Biden talking about putting sanctions, even stricter sanctions on Putin, even today, the United States of America is still buying crude oil from Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Right now, we're still buying it. Oh, okay, Russia, bring this shit this way. Come on in, come on in, bring it in here. And then a lot of people are saying that we should stop doing business with Russia, but the United States of America is still buying oil from Russia. And if you think about it, when Biden shut down the XL pipelines, you notice that's when the gas prices started going up. And then the then the pipeline on the East Coast got hacked. The gas prices went up. And now Biden went out to OPEC and even Russia to ask them to produce more oil so that the United States of America can have more gas. So to bring the prices down, both OPEC and Russia told Biden, no, we're not going to do it. See, the United States of America can sustain itself. United States of America, we have the we have the drills right now. We have the oil rigs in place right now. We could continue to go ahead and do the XL pipeline. We can produce our own oil right now today. And while that is happening, we could do the XL pipeline to continue to have more oil and energy for this nation. We won't have to depend on anybody. A lot of people don't know. The reason why a lot of this is happening because of the one world order, this one world system and their idea is that each country, each individual countries will produce a certain product or, or produce a or give a service of a certain uh, of a certain product itself, like a certain resource, energy, be it oil, be it corn, be it beef, et cetera, et cetera. So what they want to do is that they want to split it all up and have this country produce oil, this country produce X, Y, Z, whatever it is. That's what the whole one world order is about. And that's the reason why the Democrats in the United States of America don't want America to produce any oil. And how they say that we want to go all green, the whole green new stinking deal. You can't go green even unless you have oil energy to produce the green stupid new deal. How do you think they're going to build the products to for the green new deal? You have to have the oil, but see the left, the idiotic left, they can't think past. Oh, we just want clean everything. They don't want anything clean. All they want to do is destroy and break down the economy. People don't realize what is happening here. Y'all remember when president Trump was in office, president Trump actually had Putin he had a meeting with Putin, and I'm pretty sure many of y'all have seen this video. Putin decided to come and have a meeting with President Trump, and President Trump reaches out and shakes his hand. Now, I want y'all to pay attention. For those of you who have not seen this, this is extremely powerful, and it says a lot. It's an extremely short clip, and it says a lot about President Trump when he met with Putin. Now, just imagine the difference between President Trump, his interaction with Putin, and Biden's interaction with Putin, Biden's interaction with Putin, Putin, that's the reason why Putin is doing what he's doing right now. This handshake alone is the reason why Putin did not do anything while President Trump was in office. You see that? See how he pulls him in? He pulls him in.
Biden doesn't understand that. See, Putin only responds to strength. He only he only responds to a strong leader. That's the only thing he responded to. That's the only thing he's going to stand. And they didn't do anything because they didn't know how President Trump would react. If they would have do if they would have done the same thing while President Trump was in office, they'd be like, well, we don't know how he's going to react to all of this, so we really can't do anything. We have to kind of approach this on a different level. We have to approach this a different way. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, that's exactly how it is. That's exactly how it went down. Now, the president of Ukraine. Now, before I go into that, let me. I want. I want to bring up something. Y'all remember when they were impeaching President Trump in the House, and they had and then Adam Pencilneck Schiff was reading the transcript from President Trump. Remember, and he said, uh, and he basically added to the transcript and say what President Trump was trying to say. He was putting words in President Trump's mouth. And then when it came out to find out that he was lying about what's in the transcript, because if I, if I remember correctly, the transcript got leaked and Adam Schiff had a copy. So he wanted to read it and he added to it what President Trump was supposedly trying to say. And he was lying. Then he turned around and said he was doing a parody. And you remember, and, and and I started to play this other clip with, with Biden when he was VP. Y'all remember the video clip where Joe Biden was talking to the authorities or the leaders in Ukraine about the, the billion dollar deal. Y'all remember that? And see, I would play it, but every time I play that video, I get dinged with a copyright strike because they've taken that video of Biden talking to Ukraine, talking about if you don't get rid of the, uh, I forget, it was uh, the company Hunter Biden was on, um, Brisma, Brisma, right? He was on the company, he was on that company, and Biden told him, say, if you don't get rid of the, the lawyers or the investigators just investigating into Brisma, that I'm going to withhold the $1 billion from you. And they said, well, you can't do that. And he said, oh, yes, I can. And they said, you're not the president. He said, well, he said, call the president. He said, Biden will back me up. Obama will back me up. One billion dollars. So guess what? They fired him that was looking into the corruption that Hunter, the company that Hunter Biden was working with in Ukraine. People put two and two together. A lot of people forget about that. So now then they end up helping to my understand the way I see this. And and I'm not and this is not good for the people in Ukraine. Okay? It's not what's happening there is horrible. But there's leaders in Ukraine that was helping the Democrats remove President Trump. A lot of people are not aware of this. And some people are like, "Well, well, what are you saying?" Now, the people in Ukraine, this doesn't this doesn't I mean, there there's good people, there's Christians in Ukraine. But just because there's Christians there just like the United States of America doesn't mean they can possibly have a corrupt system. Look at our corrupt system here in the United States of America. We have Democrats in office right now trying to change what reality is. But I want to play this video of you for you. And many of you probably have already seen this. This is the president of Ukraine where he's saying he's calling, for, you know, he's saying that they're strong and they're going to fight to the end. Good evening, everyone. The leader of the fraction is here. The head of the president's administration is here. Prime Minister Schmeil is here. Podoliak is here. The president is here. We are all here. Our military are here. Citizens and society are here. 
We are all here defending our independence, our state, and it will remain so. Glory to our defenders. Glory to our women defenders. Glory to Ukraine. Glory to Ukraine. And I have another video that I'm getting ready to play for you where he's actually calling out to Biden. He's calling out to Biden. Biden, come help us. You're the you're the strongest nation on, in the world. And we're asking you to come help us. Come help us fight. But Biden's not going to do that. Biden's sitting back like this. Same thing they did in Afghanistan. Just get out the way and let's see what happens. They did. Biden did the same thing. And I brought it up before. They did the same thing when, it, when Israel was getting bombarded with rockets. And the only reason why the Biden administration got involved is because Israel said, OK, we've had enough. We're getting ready to wipe them out. Biden didn't go in to help the Israelis. Biden went in to help the Palestinians, which a lot of people don't realize. Biden went in to help the Palestinians. Okay. With that said, let me share something else with you. How long do you think it's going to take for Russia to completely take over Ukraine? How long do you think it's going to take? Another week? Another month, six months. So supposedly the sanctions that the Biden administration put in place after he got permission from NATO, mind you. And the only reason why he didn't do sanctions in the first place, because he was waiting for direction from NATO. See, they're they're having this approach that NATO makes the decisions for the United States of America. And they have the nerve, the audacity to sit there and say that Ukraine is a sovereign nation. That's what they're screaming. Ukraine is a sovereign nation, which is true. But so is America. But the Biden administration is not operating like the United States of America is a sovereign nation. Not when you go to NATO before to ask for permission to put sanctions on Putin or to get direction about putting sanctions on Putin. Did y'all, I mean, he said it. He straight up said it. He's waiting on NATO to give him directions on what to do. Listen to this. Peter Ducey from Fox News was asking a question of Jen Psaki about 30 days while people are dying today. Do you, how do you, how, I mean, how does 30 days going to stand up? And just watch how she responds. He threatened sanctions. He put sanctions in place. Now he says the sanctions are going to take 30 days. Uh, or about a month. Do you guys think the people in Ukraine have about a month? Well, Peter, let me just take a step back and explain to everyone how diplomacy works and how our approach from the United States has worked. How diplomacy works. Like, like he hasn't been there long enough to understand how diplomacy works and how the United States works. It's a simple question. It's 30 days. You're, it's a 30-day delay. See, that's the difference. You know what? President Trump, he wouldn't have been waiting 30 days. He even said, you know what? Three minutes, three minutes, enough time for me to walk down the hallway. 30 days. Remember Israel, 13 days getting bombarded with rockets. And again, the only reason why they stepped in because the Israelis were getting ready to wipe out the, the Palestinians that were attacking them. Biden went in to save the Palestinians. That's what that was about. 30 days of a powerhouse like Russia coming down onto them. There's no way that they can make it for 30 days. Russia now Russia's occupying Ukraine right now. It's a done deal for Russia. 
Because we're sitting Ali Bar, why is happening? Now listen to her. I mean, seriously, she's she's a she's a, she's a piece of work. Step back and explain to everyone how diplomacy works and how our approach from the United States has worked. Uh, what the president has done is he has built a global coalition. Talking about NATO, right? A coalition, and, and instead of her saying a global one-world system, they're saying coalition. Make sure y'all understand what's going on. Uh, to stand up in the face of President Putin and President Putin's aggression and uh, invasion of Ukraine. Uh, what he has done is he has rallied uh, the world, our U European partners, even at cost to them in some capacities, to put in place uh, significant sanctions, historic sanctions that would have a, uh, a, a, a enormous impact. On 30 days from now. And again, did y'all hear talking about rallying the world? This is about the one world system. And that's where everything that is happening, everything they're talking about is playing out exactly the way the Bible described it. I mean, we're seeing it. It's not even a movie, people. It's not a movie that we're watching. We're seeing this unfold. On the Russian financial sector, it is President Putin's choice to go to war and invade Ukraine. That is what he has done. It is our choice and our responsibility and the role of the president in the United States to rally opposition and make sure they feel significant pain from that choice. That's exactly what we have done. And I understand that you're saying that these sanctions will have an impact on Russia. But what good does that do these people in Ukraine who are seeing the news and these U.S. intel assessments that Kiev is going to fall any day. Well, Peter, first of all, we are the largest provider of humanitarian assistance, of security assistance uh, in the world to the Ukrainian to the Ukrainian government, which still stands and support uh, and the biggest supporter of the Ukrainian people, uh, and we will continue to be. And we are leading this global effort to stand up against the aggression of President Putin. And so we are doing. The president is doing nearly everything in his power to lead the world and stand up against the actions of President Putin. What he will not do is send U.S. troops to fight in Ukraine because he is not going to put the American uh, public, the American people, or the United States in a position of fighting a war with Russia. There it is. Y'all see it? That just told Putin right there that you, told Putin that, hey, go ahead. Ukraine is all yours. It's all yours. And I think personally that they're still just putting that out there like that to make it look like, hey, we're not getting involved. We're not going to do anything. And poop, false flag. Guess what? If that happens, we might wake up. And God forbid it does. Because Putin has already put the threat out there. See, actually, Putin drew a line in the sand. Putin drew a line in the sand. He straight up did. He drew a line in the sand and he told Biden and he told NATO and he told the Western world, you do not cross this line. You get out of our way, allow us to do what we want to do here. Or you're going to suffer the consequences like you never seen before on the, on the planet. Putin already put it out there. And imagine Putin drawing a line for President Trump. President Trump would have, President Trump has stopped this from happening in the first place. See, Putin, when I showed you the video where Putin was shaking President Trump's hand, 
Putin was trying to draw the line and President Trump pulled him and said, nope, you're not drawing no line. We're not doing that game. We're not playing that game. You're not going to do anything. He understood strength when it came to President Trump. He understood the strength then, but now he doesn't. And now, now he see he now he sees the weakness of the United States of America, and China. China, China is really. I'm telling you, if if China gets involved at any point, at any point here, at some point is going to happen, because it's, it's it's written to happen then it's going to really be game on and it's going to be really confirming so much. It's going to be confirming so much more about the exact times that we're in. Now I told y'all earlier, the president of Ukraine is calling out to Biden. Come, come support us, come help us, come support us, come help us. But the Biden administration, just like I played it for you, said that they're not sending any troops. And personally they can't. They can't listen to what's being said here. Ukraine says Russian forces are closing in on Kyiv from the north and east. This night will be very difficult and the enemy will use all available forces to break the resistance of Ukrainians. This night we have to stand ground. The fate of Ukraine is being decided right now. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky today released video of himself defiantly on the streets of Kyiv to rally his nation. We are all here defending our independence, our state, and it will remain so. Glory to our defenders. So I played that earlier, but listen. Zelensky spoke with President Joe Biden again today, saying they discussed strengthening sanctions, concrete defense assistance, and an anti-war coalition. Earlier, Zelensky expressed frustration with the West, saying the Biden administration's raft of sanctions on Russia are not enough. Are not enough. He's frustrated. See, Biden talked a good game, and Biden tried to act like he's tough. And Putin is saying, pass me more vodka. While Biden is saying, we're going to do X, Y, Z, but it'll be 30 days. It'll be 30 days from now, but we're going to, we're going to put these sanctions on you, but 30 days. In the meantime, we're going to continue buying oil from you, Russia. And at the meantime, the gas prices here in the United States of America are going to go through the roof. They're already going up. I went to the gas price earlier here in Texas, going through the roof. It's ridiculous. This morning, we are defending our country alone. Just like yesterday, the most powerful country in the world looked on from a distance. Same thing they did in Afghanistan. They got out the way and looked on from a distance, right? They created the situation in Afghanistan. They created the situation in Ukraine. And now that's the reason why people are dying and the loss of life. The only difference here is that the president of Ukraine is sticking around. He's sticking around and asking for help. He didn't load up his vehicle with money and got out of Dodge. He didn't do that. That's the difference here. All this could have been prevented. Just leave. And you know what? They didn't, the, the left, the Biden administration did not leave the sanctions that president Trump had in place because they didn't want to give president Trump any credit that he did. They wanted to undo everything. And when I say everything, they wanted to do undo everything that President Trump did for America. Every positive thing he did for the world, they wanted to undo it. That's why we're seeing what we're seeing right now. And Zelensky is now appealing directly to Russian President Vladimir Putin for talks. 
There is fighting all over Ukraine now. Let's sit down at the negotiating table to stop the death of people. For his part, Putin has called for the Ukrainian people to rise up against the government. Do not let Banderites and neo-Nazis use your children, wives and old people as human shields. Take power into your own hands. Despite overwhelming odds, the Ukrainian spirit has been on full display. And Ukraine released this audio, reportedly of an exchange between Russian and Ukrainian forces on the Black Sea before the Ukrainians were killed. Their last words? And you know what? CNN put that long beep in there on purpose to add the the whole dramatic to it. When it talking about and his last words, then they put that long beep in there. Their last words? Like flatline. They did that on purpose to add the whole dramatic to it. It's not, it's not, it's already bad enough. It's already bad enough. They don't have to do that, but they did it anyways because they want people to say, oh my goodness, it's so bad, it's so bad. Now there's another video where a tank and I'm pretty sure I can't, I can't imagine that you haven't seen this video. There's a tank going down the streets in Ukraine and it runs over a vehicle. Some people are saying that the person in the vehicle survived and they wouldn't pull the person out of the vehicle. I haven't seen the video footage on that. And I've asked people to say, where, how do you, how do you know? How have you confirmed this? Is there video footage to show it is horrifying to look at. And I, I would show it here, but it's kind of, it would probably ding me on it. Right. And I'm hoping that they don't ding me for just showing what was happening right there because you have people on tanks and with guns and like, Oh my goodness, there's a live video and you're showing guns. I mean, and they've, they've done it in the past. They, they've done it in the past to me, but I don't know if the person actually did survive in the vehicle. If you have video footage of them surviving in the vehicle, I want to see it. Please share it with me. Send it to me, share it to me, email it to me, PM me, DM me, however you can send it to me because I've yet to see video of it. It's horrifying. And I can't play it here because I can't confirm the person actually survive the and it's, it's horrible it is on my telegram uh, if you go to telegram and look up united america first you'll find me on telegram you can connect with me on telegram and i've shared it there i share a lot of stuff on telegram that i don't share in other places just for obvious reasons for obvious reasons and i communicate and i have i talk to people quite often in there united america first on telegram that's if you want to have a conversation with me and I plan on doing some lives in telegram, just directly in telegram. All right, let me check. Let me change it up a little bit because prayers out to Russia, the people, there's just people in Russia that are Christians prayers out to Ukraine. There's people in Ukraine that are Christians and it's just people in general. It's not the fact that they're, they're Christians that say you need to pay for them. The children, the women, even men, the elderly. I can't even imagine if when I wake up tomorrow and, and the government's coming by with a truck and handing me a gun 
saying, hey, protect your, protect your neighborhood, protect your homes. They're actually doing that. They're handing, they're handing out weapons like candy, asking people to fight. And you know the biggest catcher here? I have people actually sending me messages and they're even probably doing it in the chat right now saying, Will, it's not even happening. It's not, none of it's real. You know, they're just doing all these videos to make all of us believe that is happening. They're just showing a tank rolling over a vehicle just to have us all believe it's happening. They're just showing stuff exploding, stuff blowing up just to have us believe it's happening. There's people that are saying this. There's actual people saying this. You have Breitbart talking about it. You have OAN talking about it. You have the blaze talking about it. You have real America's voice talking about it, right? You have all of these, you have Fox news talking about it, right? They're all talking about it. And then of course you have the communist news network, MSDNC, ABC, CBS, the whole alphabet network super group. You have the BBC talking about it, right? You have PBS talking about it. You have Al Jahira talking about it. All of these people are talking about it and showing videos and showing pictures of the destruction and people dying, but where it's not actually happening, that it's all working together in unison, every single one of them to convince us that it's actually happening. It's a, and these people, and a lot of people, they're probably upset with me and they're probably watching right now. Will, you got, can't believe it. You can't believe it. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. These are the same people who kept believing that the military is going to come in and take over and take charge. Same people. Don't get mad at me. It is what it is. You remember I told y'all before how like the truck drivers in Canada and the only way that you can prevent them from, you know, taking your funds and I, I've said this so many times and, and I, and it's not that I've heard it's just cause I pay attention. Then I, and I realize how Bitcoin can't be touched by these elitists. The Bitcoin can't be controlled by these big bankers and see, I would not be surprised. And I've brought this up before. I would not be surprised if Putin put a trillion dollars into Bitcoin so that they can't touch it. They can't keep him from it. Think about what I'm telling you, even to the point to where Ted Cruz was at CPAC and he actually brought up the same thing I have been talking about. Now, I don't know if Ted Cruz just started getting wind of it or if Ted Cruz is on the same information or Ted Cruz paying attention to it. I mean, he, you know, he, it's no rocket science here. It's no secret what's happening here. But listen to Ted Cruz because he's he's going to pretty much regurgitate what I've been saying. And I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now. Listen to this. So we need to decentralize. We need to break it apart. It's one of the reasons why I am so bullish on crypto, on Bitcoin, because it is decentralized and not controllable. And let me give a fantastic example. So Justin Trudeau. <laughs> said, I don't like me some truckers. So we're going to seize your assets. So then the court went to try to seize the crypto that was being given to the truckers. 
And I don't know how many of y'all saw a letter that I actually want to read from. It's a letter from a company, Bitcoin company, called Nunchuck. Here's part of the letter. Dear Ontario Superior, Superior Court of Justice, our software is free. We do not collect any user identification information beyond email addresses. We also do not hold any keys. Therefore, we cannot freeze our users' accounts. Let me stop it there for a second. Because a lot of people are saying like Bitcoin is like going to be the the money, the one world currency for the for the, for the market of beast. As of right now, it can't. And the only reason why I say that, well, now I take it back. I take it back. It can be, and it possibly will be. And the reason why I say that, because it's the only currency on the planet that every single country recognizes, except for China. And because China wants the yen to be the one world currency. But every other country, every country on the planet, they acknowledge Bitcoin. Because you can go, I can go to any country and convert the Bitcoins to whatever their, whatever their currency is and buy something. I can as of today. And I can do it instantly. I don't have to wait for a transfer from a bank or anything. But because the elitists today don't have, can't get access to it. And because the big bankers can't have access to it, they don't like it. So as of right now, I like it. But when it becomes a completely digital currency world, and the only way you can, the only, the way they can make it to where this is, this is me predicting it here. Okay. The way they can make it to where you and I can only have access to it is if they make everything digital. And if they do an RFID chip and say, hey, like your credit card, for example, you know, if you do RFID chip and you can't uh, have access to any of it because it's all digital, you have to have the way for transaction. You go to the to the machine. Right. You go to the machine or you go to a grocery store and you want to check out. And the, the, the way you check out, you have to have a certain chip in order to check out. So if you want access to your Bitcoin, you have to use this chip to either to, to make the purchases. I mean, that's the way they're going to end up doing it. But listen to what Ted Cruz says. And he even mentions mentions uh, Elizabeth Warren. We cannot prevent them from being moved. We do not have the knowledge of, quote, the existence, nature, value, and location of our users' assets. This is by design. Please look up how self-custody and private keys work. When the Canadian dollar becomes worthless, we will be here to serve you too. That is spectacular. <laughs> By the way, contrast that to the craven, sniveling response of corporate America when others, when some whiny snowflake tweets at them, they go, oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, God bless you saying to the government, go jump in a lake. 
That's how I wish he would have said that's like you saying, go branding yourself. That would have been really, really nice. That would have went buzzing all over the place. Miss opportunity. God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, God bless you saying to the government, go jump in a lake. Go branding yourself. That's what he should have said. That's how our country was founded. That is powerful. By the way, that is also why China recently banned Bitcoin. Mm. Here. Because they can't control it, which is the exact same reason Elizabeth Warren hates Bitcoin. Yep. The Chinese communists and Elizabeth Warren, they both want to control you. Your assets, your savings, your speech, your life, your children, every decision they want to control. And so we need to break up the means of controlling the citizenry. They want to control everything. I mean, I've been saying it. I've been saying it. And I'm not saying Ted Cruz been watching Will Johnson. No, it's common knowledge out there. If I see it, I'm I'm willing to bet majority of you that's watching right now, y'all get it too. Y'all see it too. Where is this th- this thing that is happening with them trying to control all of us and they don't like the Bitcoin because the Bitcoin they can't control. That's the only reason why I like Bitcoin because the elitists, these Democrats, the corporations, they can't control it. The politicians, they can't control it. So it's it's a double-edged sword, and I get it. I get it. But I don't think it's going to be bec- the fault of Bitcoin. I think it's going to be when they make it a, a possible, when they make the, when they make the mechanism, when they put in the policy for the only way you can get access to that currency, right? Because right now, Bitcoin is 100% digital, 100% digital. So if the stores and the way you make purchases and everything convert their systems to where you have to have a digital ID in order to have access to be able to purchase anything. It doesn't matter what Bitcoin does, right? Bitcoin can be a hundred percent innocent. Probably is all innocent money. Currency is, is innocent. It's what they do with it. Right. I mean, people donate to me. People support me. It's what I do with it. Y'all see what I do with it. Y'all see it. Y'all, y'all, y'all support me. Y'all send the donations. I put it right back into this. I promise you I do. I put it right back into this. And y'all seen it. The, as long as I've been doing this and y'all been watching. And I, I, I would say that I can recognize, cause I've gone back and look at some of my other videos. I have grown in doing this. I've been doing it for five years now. Wow. For five years. Five solid years I've been doing this, doing the videos, and I can tell where I've grown and I can tell where I've I've learned so much and I've expanded. And I would love to expand more. And I'm not just dreaming about sitting right here in this chair forever and just going out. I want to expand to where I can even do more. And it takes currency to do that. In this world, in this day and age, it takes currency. And when people say just trust in God, yes, I do. I trust in God because God will put it on the hearts of good men and women. Because God put it on their hearts, say, hey, Will Johnson is doing this. You're able to help him out. Do this for me. That's what God is saying. In other news, 
Y'all know Biden, he selected a black woman for the Supreme Court. And personally, my personal note, it should be a lawsuit automatically. Automatically, it should be a lawsuit. Can you imagine if a president purposely selected a white woman specifically because she was white? I don't care that a black woman's never sat on it. That's not the point. The point is, is if, if a white president said, I'm specifically going to select a white woman out loud, there would be lawsuits. The ACA, the ACLU would be all over it. The NAACP would be all over it. Uno Vision. All of every every leftist organization would have a lawsuit against if it was president per se President Trump selecting a white woman because or a woman specifically because she was white. Do you hear what I'm telling you? This should be a lawsuit. I'm completely against this because being black is not a handicap. And that's how they treat it. Because you can't do for yourself, black people. We're I'm, I'm here to do for you. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to put you here and put you there so I can do for you because you can't do it on your own accord. That's exactly what's happening. Listen to this. For too long, our government, our courts haven't looked like America. And I believe it's time that we have a court that reflects the full talents and greatness of our nation with a nominee of extraordinary qualifications. President Joe Biden on Friday. Let me, let me stop it there. So. He said we want a Supreme Court that represents our country. Y'all remember the, the first black woman that was nominated. He filibustered so that she would not have the seat. And it was because the Republicans were doing it. In this case, they get a total total leftist black woman to be up here because she's going to have the same ideology, the same demonic spirit as the rest of them. I'm telling you right now, I'm completely against this. They announced, they announced his pick for the Supreme courts, nominating federal appellate judge Katanji Brown Jackson to succeed retiring liberal justice, Stephen Breyer. If confirmed in the closely divided sentence, 51-year-old Jackson will become the first black woman appointed for the lifetime job with the nation's top courts and the sixth woman ever to serve on the courts. I am standing here today by the grace of God as testament to the love and support that I've received from my family. And if I am fortunate enough to be confirmed as the next Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States, I can only hope that my life and career my love of this country and the Constitution and my commitment to upholding the rule of law and the sacred principles upon which this great nation was founded will inspire future generations of Americans. During this process, we look for someone who, like Justice Breyer, has a pragmatic understanding that the law must work for the American people. The president called... If he wanted the law to work for the American people, then this should be not happening. This should not be happening. A hundred percent. You don't hire someone specifically based on their color. What happened to all of the qualified white people that's still out there? What happened to all the qualified Hispanics? What happened to all the qualified Asians? I mean, seriously, the only reason why he's doing this because he, because he was told to select a black woman. He was told to. 
And he said, you have to, because this is the only way that we can have black people thinking that we're looking out for their best interests. I'm telling you. On the Senate to move quickly to confirm her. If Democrats remain united, no Republican votes would be needed. The Senate's last year voted 53 to 44 to confirm Jackson to her current position on the influential U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. Though Senator Lindsey Graham, one of three Republicans who voted for her on Friday, said Jackson's nomination showed the radical left has won President Biden over yet again. Jackson, who was raised in Miami earlier in her career, represented criminal defendants who could not afford a lawyer and eventually served eight years as a federal district judge. She was part of a three-judge panel that ruled in December against former President Donald Trump's bid to prevent White House records from being handed over to a congressional panel investigating the Capitol attack. While Jackson wouldn't change the 6-3 conservative tilt of the court, her nomination enables Biden to refresh its liberal wing with a much younger jurist who could serve for decades. And that's exactly what they want. They want someone that's far left to come in and be pretty much anti-white unless you're like liberal. Now, how she was selected and why she was selected is very interesting as well. I want to play a video for you from Glenn Beck. And Glenn Beck actually exposes how this woman was put in this position and how she's here right now. And again, I'm completely against her this, nom- this nomination. And why am I against it? Not because be, the reason why I'm against it, because being black is not a handicap. And if she's going to forever be known. The only reason why she's there, because she was black, not because of what she's done in the past, simply because she's black. Why don't you just put it out there? The job description, whatever it is, and then interview people. There should be a lawsuit because the government just discriminated against white people, Asian people, Hispanic people. Seriously, listen to this. Did you hear there's going to be a vacancy on the U.S. Supreme Court? And one of them just said, you know, I think I'm going to retire. It's weird. And Joe Biden has vowed since 2020 that his pick for the next justice would be a black woman. Oh, thank goodness. I don't I don't know if that black woman is great at being a justice or just okay at being a justice. As long as she's black, (laughs) we've got to have that. Exactly. Right. As long as she's black. See, and you know what? You know, they're going to come out and try to say, Glenn Beck is racist. He's racist. You know, I'm just waiting for them to say it. You know, they're going to try to say it. And he, what he's saying, I'm, it's, I'm telling you, what they've done here, lawsuits should be flying everywhere. Now, I wonder where he got that idea. Well, in 2019, a little nonprofit that's barely even worth mentioning, Demand Justice, gave Joe Biden and the other Democrats running for president a short list of acceptable Supreme Court nominees, yeah? So, oh, the whole world's upside down. Why not make the... Anyway, uh, demand justice. They put a list together, and on that list was a name named uh, Ketanji Brown. I see I'm destroying it. What's her name? Kachanji, and I love Kachanji. We are like this. Brown Jackson. Then, after taking office last year, Biden appointed her 
the U.S. Court of Appeals for D.C. Now, that's like everybody knows that's a stepping stone to the Supreme Court. And he got his her name from these guys. They must have been really, really happy. Right. So, again, I you don't even need to mention them. Well, since the news broke out about Justice Stephen Breyer's retirement, the top name that surfaces over and over again in the media is Katanji Brown Jackson. Now, I am sure Joe Biden is totally making his own decisions when it comes to Supreme Court nominees. Right. Of course, he's not making his own decision. And Glenn Beck knows this, just like he's not making his own decision when it comes to NATO sanctions against Putin. He's not making his own decision. He Biden's not even making his own decisions when he goes, stands on a podium and take questions. He calls out who he wants to take questions from every single time, every single time. One more thing, one more thing. CRT. Yes, I have to talk about CRT because, you know, CRT is still something that the left is trying to deflect from. Now, the CRT they're trying to say was made up by those on the right wing side trying to put fear out there to parents so that they don't support the demonic Democrats when it comes time to election. Hundred percent. Listen to this interaction. This is teachers here and they're talking amongst each other. And at least I know one of them is a teacher. The one in the middle, she says she was she used to be a teacher, but she stopped being a teacher because she could not teach CRT. I have a question for y'all. As as teachers, I think one thing we are seeing is that critical race theory is, is kind of being used as a um I don't want to use the word excuse because I could feel dismissive, mm, yeah. but it, it's being used to limit the kind of history we teach in schools. Yes. You know, whether that's Harriet Tubman, whether that's uh, just all the things. Mm-hmm. Right. How do you feel about that as teach? Because I've seen on Twitter in particular where teachers are. And I think I saw it on your page mm-hmm. where teachers are becoming fearful that how what can I teach without being like reprimanded? Right. When I talk mm-hmm. about the Civil War. Right. When I talk about, you know, the West Atlantic slave trade, mm-hmm. will they accuse me of being a critical race theorist by doing so? Like, how do y'all? I would be that? lying if I said that that didn't have something to do with why I stepped away from teaching. Hmm. That would be a lie. She said, so it'd be a lie. She stepped away from teaching because she could not teach CRT. Y'all hear this? And everything she listed off, they teach it in Black History Month in the schools. I mean, this see, this is a stupidity. This is ignorance to, to all levels. They teach Harriet Tubman. They teach Black History Month, right? There's a whole month, February, specifically for black people, but they're upset because you can't do CRT. With CRT, they want to teach that white people are racist. And then they try to change it and they're trying to flip it up now, trying to say, well, CRT, you're trying to take black history out and you don't want people to learn about black history. And we have a whole stinking month for it. Y'all, y'all understand what I'm saying here. This is see this, this demonic spirit that I'm always referring to. This demonic spirit works in so many different ways because Satan knows that his time is short and he's trying to collect as many pop- people as possible. And she's talking about she quit because she could not teach CRT. Serious about doing so. Like, how do y'all? Hmm. I would be that? lying if I said that that didn't have something to do with why I stepped away from teaching. Hmm. That that would be a lie. Yeah. Um. Because I was just like, this climate is getting hostile. Hmm. 
I'm already the only black teacher on campus. Hmm. I already have parents who are complaining about my Instagram. I, you know, I just like, yeah, yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go because it's just it's, it's really hard. <laughs> yes, you I'm like yes. you know what two plus two is four, and if they start changing and messing with that, we got real problems. By math, you mean rocket science light? <laughs> yeah, rocket science. Rocket science light, and of course they have a white liberal there encouraging it on, pushing it on, and she's probably oh I'm so I apologize because I'm white. I apologize. It's so disgusting. And I, I can see it right now. I, I'm telling you right now. I'm they're probably going to send me a they're probably going to probably send me some uh, emails saying, "Well, how dare you? You're trying to make white people happy. How dare you?" I can see it right now. Hundred percent. I can see it right now. These people are straight up evil. All right, so I hope. Oh wow, look at this! It says we have a hundred and it says one hundred and ninety-one on my YouTube channel. Thank you so much. And there's seven hundred nineteen on Facebook. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And I, I did a video on my YouTube channel, and it's had it looped to let everyone know that I'm live on my other channel. Uh, last week, YouTube they dinged me, they hit me hard, and they're probably going to end up taking the channel down. Because they went through and found a video from last year and said that I was putting out misleading information. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous, actually. It's pretty ridiculous. And they don't like for someone like me to think for myself. So for everyone that's on there, if you haven't already, please subscribe on Facebook. If you're new to my Facebook page, please follow the page. Uh, set it to see first. On YouTube, ring my bell. Ring my bell. All right, everybody. Have a blessed weekend. Be prayerful. Hopefully, they don't actually do a false flag and we and, and NATO ends up in all of this because NATO wants to be the one world system. They want to world domination. They want world domination. It brings me to a post that I put out there. Actually, I put a tweet out there. I'm just going to read it real quick. Uh, what I said was the pandemic didn't give them the world domination they wanted. What do you think they will do next? War. And we're seeing that, right? And it says, I believe they will do a false flag so that NATO can get involved. I think, I think we're getting, I think I pray that. And I said this, I said this, hear me now. Believe me later on, and I pray that I am wrong. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to this broadcast. Thank you so much. Do me a favor. Subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to it. Share this everywhere you can. We are viewer and listener supported. Anything you can do to help us out is greatly appreciated. Head on over to UniteAmericaFirst.com. Thank you again, and God bless.